0: Hey, guys, welcome back to our final episode in the series on hard truths. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson and Contest Prep University. The last hard truth is there are risks to the sport, sometimes hard, bad, big risks. And I want, first of all, to note the obvious, which, you know, physical risks. Um, On the rare occasion, I, I see hormonal and metabolic Damage to an extent that is not contest to contest, but literally just with people's ability to recover and hit and maybe even sustain that low level of a body fat. Uh, I, I think of orthopedic risks and injury. Uh, the way communication works these days, I often ask clients to send me clips of them training. I want to see your squat. I want to see your deadlift. Things that I never used to be able to do for foreign or, or even domestic clients just out of my state. And now I'm able to say, whoa, like freaking time out. We got we to gotta do some work on this so you even have a career and you're not risking injury. But I, I think you know from even psychological trauma To some of the things we're talking about your ability to win or place or accomplish what you want Uh, maybe even relational things along the way i mentioned earlier in this series that you know the a major federation is in has been investigated you know legally for for issues that they were doing to clients careers both financially and sexually so fraught with risks but but what do you think about those different topics and and maybe let's let's parse them apart one at a time here adam
1: yeah, I mean, there's certainly, there's been a couple deaths in the gym recently, uh, one one specifically being a Smith machine pinning down somebody um, because they were using a bench. And, you know, your lowest point was the Smith machine and unfortunately her, uh, the back of her neck. And I think when you see stuff like that, I totally understand the exercise she was doing. Uh, it was just such a freak thing and i do think that we need to educate and you know let people know that some of these machines that you think are safe can be more dangerous actually in the wrong context of how it's being used. So we do have to be good about teaching people lifting safety when to use clips, when not to use clips, when to ask for spotters, whether they're going to pull the bar off of you at the wrong time or not, (laughs) you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. So I think that's the first thing there's obviously at the higher level potential risk with, you know, virilization with women that's permanent beyond your competing career. I always tell my females, I don't want to be able to tell you competed aside from the muscle mass you had once you're done competing. Uh, that can be potentially life-changing. Um, but there are people who willingly do want those virilization side effects for other reasons too. So we have to be complimentary to that as well. Uh, but You know, if somebody does not want those side effects, we need to really educate what drugs cause those issues, what dosages, um, you know, they're kind of scientifically approved for. And then also helping people establish a source that has the legitimacy of the compound so they're actually getting what they think they're getting in the first place. Uh, the next thing would be the health risk. They're involved in those things. You know, what is somebody's genetic background? You know, how did a lot of their family members die? Uh, you know, they you know, do you have high blood pressure? Do you have heart disease in your family? Um I I think specifically with guys, do you even have a foundation to be a great open bodybuilder in the first place? Are we really turning a pug into a giraffe in a long neck competition in this scenario? So we really... If someone's using, I'd really love to see him already competing at the top level, Oma's getting a pro card drug free without using anything. Kind of like a Kai Green, you know, that guy had a great career. I, I truly believe Jay Cutler had some incredible genetics to be where he's at. He's a great representation of the sport and having his health, you know, visibly afterwards. Um I I think that that's kind of the major points I wanted to cover on this one. Yeah.
0: And, you know, you hit PEDs really well. And to your point about sterilization and, and just things that could be compounding later, I had a conversation with a young client, not even 25 years old, who is smart doing all the homework, but yet wants to take this step to use PEDs, wants to be an IFBB pro. Uh, has not even competed yet. So very, very intelligent in looking at everything. And his first comments were, yes, I want to compete and do well and make sure that and from a natural perspective, I have actualized every bit of genetic potential I can, then I'm going to take these steps. And as I continued with some of the risks, like, okay, you're not even 25, you do this, you realize you're going to be on TRT the rest of your life. Like you're just basically going to have no choice. There could be some sterility issues. And um, and I went through all these things. And, I, you know, he still may make that decision, which is fine. And he may do it as smartly as he thinks he can. But there are still these risks. And going beyond that particular topic, I have another client who just competed for the first time. And we know, you know, like, as soon as you start a diet, your thyroid hormone drops in the first week by about 6%. Dopamine drops by up to 70% in just a couple of weeks. And all of these things happening hormonally, neurochemically, we don't know. We don't have all the long-term results that you're not an outlier that never rebounds completely fully. And so the kind of malaise or depression or lack of ambition that you may think like, wow, I'm just not, I'm in a funk. I'm not coming out of this. Well, maybe that was a risk and you, you just genetically were more susceptible to it. You assume that risk, and now you're the one in a million that's stuck with a real problem. So I'm not trying to talk anybody out of these things, uh, out of competing. I'm, I want everybody to be aware of the risks, and I want you to monitor them and consider that maybe there is a point where you've just gone too far, and you need to back out and assess or get some medical support and assess, and just make sure you're not doing something that can't be undone.
1: Yeah, I'd say there's psychological risk where people, you know, one, disorders, but two, they may even stay in that suppressed thyroid state because they're just not allowing themselves to eat back to a point of normalcy. Um, And then I'll definitely say I think that there's, you know, seeing some of these top guys transition to just TRT versus the massive amount of androgens they were using. There definitely seems to be some psychological funks with these people on, you know, your whole life was being idolized for your body. And when that's gone, struggling to refind yourself can be really hard. And that's why, you know, me and my team here at See You Later, Leaner, really focus on financial fitness and, you know, psychological fitness as well through the process. Yeah this this is a, we're already going
0: along on this one because you know you yeah. and I are both very compassionate people we want the best for our clients but you know the, the last thing i have to say cuz we just can't cover everything in in depth here uh there are at least a dozen coaches but not a dozen coach, I'm sorry, a dozen clients, dozen competitors who have died in the last five or so years getting ready for preps. The vast majority are working with coaches who are dehydrating, using diuretics, manipulating sodium, potassium, all the things that creates heart failure. And if you do something like that, you are a fucking moron, and you there is a high chance you're going to die. You cannot let yourself work with a coach who's going to do those kinds of things where you know the risk of literal death is almost imminent. Like it's 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 almost a miracle that you survive being on PEDs, diuretics, super, super low water dehydration for a couple of days, and then expect your blood pressure not to drop to the point where you go into cardiac arrest. That's exactly what should happen. So again, heavy topic. These are the hard truths. That was our series. That's probably the biggest hard truth I can give you. But I hope you circle back and listen to all of these episodes again, because some of these things will set you up for a much more fruitful, productive, and enjoyable career. And that's what we want. We'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.